morning. For WICB News, I'm Emily Hung. President Donald Trump has signed an executive order to ensure the U.S. prioritizes coronavirus vaccinations of its own residents before assisting other countries. The America First order also directs several government agencies, including the State Department and the U.S. Agency for International Development, to work with other countries on obtaining a vaccine. This comes at a critical phase of vaccine development. The Food and Drug Administration will meet Thursday to review Pfizer's vaccine, which could be authorized for use by the end of this week. The U.S. Supreme Court has turned away a challenge brought by the parents of students in a school district in Oregon. Parents argued the policy enacted by Dallas School District No. 2, allowing transgender students to use bathroom facilities matching their gender identity, violated students' privacy rights. The policy was created after a transgender boy sought to use the men's locker room and bathroom at his high school. The District Court and Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals upheld the policy when it was first discussed in 2017. Now traveling overseas, in southeastern India, an unidentified illness has hospitalized more than 300 people, including one who has died. In the city of Uluru, patients reported a range of symptoms such as seizures, loss of consciousness, and nausea. All tested negative for COVID-19, and initial blood tests did not find any evidence of a viral infection. An expert team deployed by the federal government is investigating the sudden illness. Back in New York, Governor Andrew Cuomo is ordering hospitals statewide to increase bed capacity by 25%. In addition, the state is also calling retired doctors and nurses to return to service amid rising hospitalization rates. If a region reaches critical hospital capacity measured at 90%, the area will close down. John Jamelski will appear before a New York State Parole Board next week after serving nearly 18 years in prison for kidnapping and imprisoning five women and girls in a homemade bunker built under his home. If granted parole, Jamelski could be released as soon as April next year. In 2003, a victim escaped the bunker and was able to make a phone call to her family, revealing where she and others were being held captive. Jamelski was sentenced 18 years to life in prison that year and has now nearly completed the 18-year portion of his sentence. As a result of the increase in positive COVID-19 cases, Tompkins County is issuing a new guidance discouraging all private gatherings beyond the 10-person limit the state has implemented. The county's health department is also placing new, stricter regulations around in-person gatherings, with workplaces being exempt. The most recent wave of cases is being blamed on travel and small gatherings for the holidays. Tompkins County and the city of Ithaca are beginning to plan the next steps of the Reimagining Public Safety Collaborative. The next phase includes looking at the viability of solutions suggested at public forums over the past month and submitting official reports from budgetary concerns, communications, public safety, and academic standpoints. The effort is part of an executive order from Governor Cuomo requiring all municipalities to adopt a plan for police reform by April 1st next year. The final town hall completing the first phase will take place Friday at 4 p.m. with Ithaca Mayor Svante Myrick, County Administrator Jason Molino, Tompkins County Sheriff Derek Osborne, and Ithaca City Police Chief Dennis Mayer. There are currently 293 positive cases of COVID-19 in Tompkins County, with five resident deaths as of yesterday evening. Nationally, the U.S. has surpassed 15 million confirmed cases of COVID-19, with almost 300,000 confirmed deaths. Now taking a look at your central New York weather. Today, decreasing cloud cover with highs in the 30s. Tonight, it'll be mostly cloudy, 
then a slight chance of snow showers with lows in the 20s. Tomorrow there will be a chance of rain and snow with showers likely later in the day. And on Thursday, it's going to be mostly cloudy. For WICB News, I'm Emily Hung. And now for your sports updates. Good morning for WICB Sports, I'm Nick Lebrano. The Syracuse Orange football team fell to the Notre Dame Fighting Irish 45-21 on Saturday. With this loss, the Orange end their season a disappointing 1-10. Rushing was the only positive for the Orange as they eclipsed 248 yards, which is a season high. As the Orange look to next season, they know that 72% of their roster will return. The Syracuse men's basketball team will take on Rutgers tonight on the road for the first time this season. The Orange and the Scarlet Knights both come into this game undefeated at 3-0. The Orange won 87-52 last game against Ryder University, where the school hit a record 15 three-point shots. The game kicks off at 9.30pm tonight. The New York Giants defeated the Seattle Seahawks in a 17-12 point upset. This win puts the Giants at 5-12 on the season and in sole possession of the first place in the NFC East. The Seahawks fall to 8-5 and lose first place in the NFC West to the LA Rams. Wayne Gallman had a career game rushing for 135 yards on 16 carries. The Giants host the Cardinals next Sunday. The New York Jets fell to the Las Vegas Raiders 31-28 on Sunday. With this loss, the Jets stay winless at 0-12 while the Raiders move to 7-5. The Jets led for most of the game but gave up a game-winning touchdown to Henry Ruggs with 5 seconds left on the clock after Greg Williams made a questionable defensive play call that led to his termination. The Jets look to rebound against the Seahawks on Sunday. Tonight is a special edition of Tuesday Night Football where the Baltimore Ravens will take on the Dallas Cowboys. Both teams are coming off of losses last week and will be looking to rebound as the Cowboys are still in the NFC East Divisional Race and the Ravens are competing for an AFC Wild Card. The game kicks off at 8.05pm. And don't forget to tune into Sports Talk this and every Sunday starting at 6.30 right here on WICB. With sports, I'm Nick Lebrano.